back again after another hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's a good reason for that. I mean, I started my research. Sure, you've been busy with the work, so our, our schedules got uh, kind of messed up. But uh, we will try to commence recording regularly once more if time allows us to. Uh, so. Uh, every Friday, we'll try to record, I think. That's the plan. Uh, yeah, 6 o'clock. Uh, before, we used to do it earlier, but uh, because of some work I have to do during the day, uh, we have to sort of slot that in at a later time slot. But yes, we're back. Uh, before before we get into the actual topic, how about we do like a quick 30-second... Suicide Squad review because that that was the original oh, well, yeah. plan. So uh, yeah, Suicide the new Suicide Squad movie sucked. Uh, don't go watch it. It's not worth your time. The end. Don't waste your scene points or your money. <laughs> like me, I wasted my scene points. I feel oh. bad now. I wasted eight bucks. <laughs> A load of garbage, man. But anyway, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce the topic? Because you're sort of the expert here. Quasi, I guess. Although we'll, I, I think um, we've mentioned it before on the podcast, uh, we are self-proclaimed monarchists. And oh yeah, that, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that brings us to this topic. As most of the world may know, I don't know if they're covering the news in your country, because Canada's usually, you know, forgotten about on the world stage. <laughs> but uh, it's I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone outside of Canada knew there was a Canadian election going on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, let's 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 get into it. Yeah, so the Canadian federal election uh, happened uh, this past Monday on the twentieth, and uh, looks like more of the same. <laughs> Although uh, there are some differences, but again, not a lot. Pretty much the same result as the last time. And that's what we're going to talk about in uh, this podcast. What, Indeed. Uh, and uh, I should probably mention this on air, too. Uh, I am eating dinner at the same time, so if, if I'm not saying anything, it's not because I'm ignoring the big points, because I'm actually chewing my food. So. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> worries. I can fully... Keep that in mind. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to take a mouth now, so uh, take it away. Okay. All right. So, um, basically... <clears throat> We're going to talk about the results of the election and uh, what that means for Canada's direction. And I think, personally, I was reading an article as well. A lot of people seem to have a common goal uh, with this election. Uh, Canada is actually united in purpose, I was reading, in that they want to move on with the pandemic in whatever way they figure. Like, all the parties are promising some way of, you know, their their own way of uh, ending the pandemic and uh, moving forward going uh, uh, and getting on with our lives. Like the Liberals, as we saw, they want to continue with like the, the support programs that they brought in. The NDP want to uh, make that even bigger and tax the rich and to pay for those programs. The Conservatives want to uh, promise all the tax these tax credits to businesses and uh you know there's even this program uh called the dine and discover program 
sounds sounds like a loyalty program. They they want people to support local restaurants, to uh, so they would promise this tax credit for restaurant bills and then eliminate GST over the holidays, and then Man. I think the Bloc Quebecois is something similar to like the NDP or Liberal. They just wanted to make I guess Quebec interests priority. And then, of course, there's the Greens and the People's Party. A bit of <laughs> didn't, the Greens, didn't the Greens lose their only seat or something? The the Greens actually won uh, two seats, but not their leader seat. Their leader lost their seat, but they won in Kitchener by 5,000 votes, which is crazy. Ooh, in- interesting, yeah. And then but like, with me, won her seat. Mm. It's like you look at you look at well I I sorry excuse me uh, I suppose uh, it makes sense but when you like look at the the things they promise I swear it's like the same thing every election yeah with <laughs> some slight changes <laughs> and somehow people are like hey <laughs> that that looks good. That looks totally different, but it's not. But uh, yeah, um, I suppose. Kind of, sorry, go ahead. I suppose uh, a good place to like kick it off. Really, uh, you, you gave a good uh, brief of what exactly happened. Uh, but I, I suppose a good place to kick it off uh, would be to ask the question that has many Canadians going. I didn't want this. And that is, who really wanted an election? Um, I think all of the politicians, they, even though they they said that, oh yeah, Trudeau is calling this election in a pandemic and stuff like that, I think all the politicians, they, they wanted to decide. Um, this is what I think anyway. I think Trudeau was wrong to obviously, like, no, no electoral, electorate... I guess member of the electorate wanted this election, but I think it was the the politicians that wanted this. They basically wanted wanted an opportunity to yeah. uh, <laughs> gain more in power, whatever that may be. But again, yeah, nobody, they're nobody they're all opportunists. <laughs> they're all opportunists, aren't they? Yeah, it's like when 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 I heard that Trudeau was calling an election, my reaction was really. Really, you're gonna do this now? <laughs> no one wants. It. No one cares. Just, just continue on with what you're doing and get us through this pandemic. Let's let's not have this distraction where a potential change in government can screw everything up. I think he had some confidence in in, in the Liberal Party that they would perhaps secure a majority this time around, but. Lo and behold, they didn't. So, uh, I mean, they they still won. I don't think you mentioned that as yet. Trudeau is still prime minister. Uh, but uh, do we have the the actual like change in procession? Probably pull that up. Oh, the like the percentage. Bullshit? Yeah. Oh no! Did, yeah, it didn't really change at all. Really, there's still. Like the liberals are under the conservatives for voucher by like point point uh, ele- actually no one percent one point one percent 
Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's crazy. So, no one won. Well, the Liberals won, but no one won, no one lost, really. Uh, and it was... I guess it was kind of a giant waste of money. What was it, 600 million? 600 they spent? million, uh, approximately, yeah. That's oh my god, <laughs> in the midst of a pandemic. But, you know, we got it, whatever. Uh, the results came in, Trudeau won. And hey, what can you say? Politicians are gonna politic, you know, do what they do. But with with the liberals uh, reaffirming their minority power uh, in Canada, oh man, what happens now? What well, things are gonna change? They're gonna are they gonna stay the course? I don't know. What do you think? I personally think uh, this was basically a mandate from the people, and I think really a lot of people say canada lost i think the electorate won in this case basically the people won they got basically they got a chance for the parties to actually cooperate <laughs> and instead of like choosing one vision and like you know uh go rolling with and like basically mortgaging the farm or you know cutting cutting money across the board like we have seen in the past or in different forms of government, uh, they actually have a chance where, like, they can actually work together with the conservatives, uh, the NDP, the Bloc. Uh, they can all work together to for a, I guess a, a one vision, I guess, um, and they don't need to have one sort of or only one way of uh moving forward basically they can they can incorporate or implement different tactics like i take the uh block quebecois for instance i think the premier of quebec uh he was basically saying that the the ndp is and so to some extent the liberals but i don't know if i fully agree with that but he uh he said that basically they're not good for quebec because of the lack of autonomy that would present them present itself if uh, the Liberals and the NDP uh, regained power in a majority. So basically, he wanted more of a hands-off approach. So I mm. guess they sort of got what they... Like, they didn't get what they fully wanted because the Conservatives would be the only party to like really be a hands-off approach on many issues. They wanted to let the provinces deal with their own matters, and uh, which some, yeah, but bad in others, I suppose. A uh, bit of a side question: Does the bloc still maintain their uh, sort of separatist uh, rhetoric, or is that long gone? I think it's pretty much uh, long gone. I think they're mainly focusing on. Uh, Quebec getting the, like what they deserve or what they want for like the best interests of Quebec. So if if for instance uh, Quebec needs more for healthcare, for instance, they want more health transfers from the federal government. Uh, I see. If they get what they want, then they sort of just. Uh, lay off the separatist movement. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> uh, 
It's blackmail. <laughs> Give us what we want, or we'll separate. <laughs> <Essentially>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did? How did? And I'm gonna pull this up. Actually, I, I, I need to see this. I, I looked at it uh, following uh, election day, but I didn't take a look at it afterwards. So I need to. Uh, CBC has a pretty great uh, breakdown of the seats. Oh, the geographical location of those seats. Election. Ah, yes, here we go. Cool. To vote share, vote total. Uh, do they have. Where is it? They don't have the change in percentage. Okay, that's fine. Um. Oh, they do. It's uh, gains and losses. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just scrolled down and I saw that. Oh, interesting. Huh. So really, it looks like the Liberals gained in uh, two seats. Conservatives lost two seats. Oh, man. Bernie didn't win his... Yeah. That's interesting. People's Party got a lot of uh, votes spread across Canada, and that kind of played spoiler a little bit <laughs> to mm. the Conservatives. They, their, whole, their whole platform was uh, sort of the anti-vaccine uh, passport thing, which probably helped them in some regard get some votes, because I know a lot of people are... I mean, I know I I don't like the idea of a vaccine passport, but I, I didn't vote people pretty uh, but yeah, that was that was Bernier's whole shtick. It's like, I'm gonna go against the big guys, suppose. I mean, because all three of the big parties—liberal, conservative, uh, NDP—they um, all sort of support this idea of the vaccine passport. I'm not sure about the Bloc or the Green Party. They check the their... conservatives are more uh, averse to it, even though they don't really say it. They would just—I uh, think they would do a hands-off approach again, they wouldn't really, um, uh, I don't think they'd really mandate anything. Mm. That's their, that's their, uh, political position, but, uh, and then the People's Party is, like, for, like, further right, basically they want, uh, zero, they want less or significantly close to zero, uh, government interference in the uh, private citizens' lives, which is, I don't know how feasible that is, but. Oh man, how do you? Oh, that's how you do it. I'm just taking a look at Ontario. Holy, Southern Ontario is pretty conservative. Yeah. Well, like I, I, I guess, I guess the liberals have all the, have all the. Uh, Major uh, high density areas. Types of popular. Oh yeah, they do, of course. <laughs> yeah. I swear. Totally. I swear. If we, if we compared this map to uh, the previous election, it would probably look more or less the same. I guess. Of course, <laughs> yeah. you got you got you got like the prairies out there with the strictly conservative. Of course, uh, half of BC. I, that happened last election, I think, where they like shifted to NDP. Everyone's like, oh, wow, the conservatives lost that uh, foothold there. 
BC is weird. BC is split three ways. <laughs> <It's ever laughs> Even Ontario is kind of split three ways too, if you look, think about it. But uh, they're more yeah, concentrated <laughs> in southern Ontario. It's like a conservative liberal battleground. Mm. I mean, that's that's the area everyone wants, southern Ontario. Yeah. That's probably the most uh, dense in terms of population, exactly. right? Yeah. Right. Hmm. Greater Montreal, Ottawa. Oh, my computer is freezing up for some reason. No, it's fine now. Okay. Uh, I had a question, and I, it just slipped my mind, so I'm trying to think of it again. Uh, but just to keep things going. Uh oh, do they have a? No, they don't. Okay. Um, but anywho, speaking of election policy. Oh, sorry. One second. I am just adjusting something here. So yes, uh, speaking of election policies, I know Trudeau and the Liberals, because this is—I mean, this is really the hot topic—the whole vaccine passport thing. Um, Trudeau on the Liberals. Is it is it uh, province by province or is it nationally mandated? The vaccine passport um, thing. Trudeau said he would give money to provinces who would create their own vaccine certificate passport system. So he's not really saying what is mandated. He's just basically saying we'll give you money to. Uh, <laughs> we'll buy you. But you he basically, like, if you don't uh, need or if you don't want a certificate system, you don't. You won't get that money that <laughs> they've allocated. How, how much? How much were they gonna give? Um, did, they, did they state like, a specific amount? They did state it, I believe. Let me just pull it up here. Oh, it's only yeah, one billion for the whole country. Hmm, interesting. So you could see that Ford wanted that money, even though he's sitting on like $2 billion of federal money. <laughs> That's another story for a provincial election, but yeah. Oh man, Ford. Uh, I mean, I suppose we could touch on it too. I mean, they're all, they're all intrinsically connected in some way. I, I, just, I just found it interesting that Ford was, I mean, he was rather when, when that idea was first sort of pushed out having some sort of vaccine passport system you know that we have documenting people who have been vaccinated and uh, all that he was fairly uh, uh he was quite against it uh, antagonistic yeah but then all of a sudden he suddenly flipped and he's I like oh yeah it's the money <laughs> there's a lot of uh businesses that lobbied for it. Ah. Like, there's a lot of uh, like the 
obviously o OLG the casino is owned by the province but there's also like uh, I feel like there's a lot of people who own banquet halls who are sort of wealthy conservative donors <laughs> in a sense they didn't want to lose out on those on that money right and uh, hmm. and then, like even in Scarborough I think Scarborough North is a is a conservative writing provincially and I think Scarborough Rouge Park too Uh, and of course, oh my god, <laughs> I just, I just picked a random, a random, uh, writing, <laughs> the, the results came up, and I'm just shocked to see, uh, what is this, what writing is this, uh, University Rosedale, oh. Oh. <laughs> the, you, you, you go, you go down, and, and you see, uh, <laughs> Drew Garvey of the Communist Party of Canada. <laughs> he got 244 votes. <laughs> that's kind of random. Yeah, that's weird. I, I guess uh, University of Rosedale has quite a few communists there. Uh, <laughs> interesting, but but I think I think the the most important uh, thing that everyone needs to discuss really is well, I guess I guess. Speaking about this uh, now, in hindsight, how well or how bad uh, a job Trudeau has done as Prime Minister of Canada? Because I, I remember, I remember when he when he first came into the show, um, everyone's like, "Wow, look at this guy! He seems pretty cool." Uh, but now, well, <laughs> if if you're Canadian, you probably know. Uh, the anti-Trudeau sentiment is quite, is rather high here. Uh, but of course, he still maintained his position as PM. But how would you, as the, uh, our, our sort of um, layman's political expert in, in the every cast, how would you rate the job that Trudeau has done as prime minister? Uh, I would say I would give him like a D. <laughs> it's not quite Ooh. an F because I'm I'm going easy because he he uh, basically took power or was reelected just before a few months before the pandemic hit. <laughs> so I'm going a little bit easy, but uh, I would say like he didn't really hold on to many promises at all since he was first elected in 2015 it's been like six years now and like one of the biggest provinces like electoral reform and then not only that uh, the liberals are supposed to be a centrist the the major party like the catch-all party they're supposed to be the middle ground between the uh ndp and the conservatives uh, as we can see from the last uh, six years, he sways a lot left, and that puts off a lot of uh, center center right voters. I think that's why, like, the, 
the vote share for the conservatives didn't change for the next for, like the last election because a lot of the votes that he got Trudeau got in 2015 went to the conservatives in 2019 and 20 and this year because a lot of people uh, didn't like that left-wing uh, rhetoric because it if you think about it that um, they've really been spending well beyond their budget even before COVID became an issue uh, they were they were like spending on uh, child care the, ch uh, the child like they're spending a lot on the child tax money which is great but they didn't really back it up with the necessary funding mm. they were like borrowing deficits and we didn't really need to do that, one could argue. Um, I'm surprised that we, the deficit isn't worse this year <laughs> than, it, than it already is. Although, like, somebody brought it up how governments are always going to run on deficits. But I think during... That's not entirely true because um, I think during the cretinary years he actually balanced the budget and paid off the, a lot of the debt so it's possible to balance the budget <clears throat> with the restraint so yeah I think that he's I, don't, I wouldn't give him an F I would I would say give him a, like a D or something cause especially with the woke politics that he's uh, sort of like catered to mm -hmm. that kind of puts a lot of people <laughs> off yeah, unfortunately. So you give him a D, a borderline fail. I yeah, yeah I, I guess that's fair. I, I was go I was gonna say F, but that's purely emotional because I think he's not a terrible job, all things considered. But I, I guess I guess your assessment is more fair, more balanced. So it makes sense. But uh, I don't know. I think, hmm, because I saw us to. Statistic. I'm not sure if it's accurate, but approximately like 40% of people didn't vote or something. I'm yeah. not sure. So yeah, it's it was. <laughs> I mean, people say, "Oh, this is what Canada wanted," but then you look at that, and you're like, "I don't think most people cared because no one really wanted an election in the middle of the pandemic." But Trudeau called it anyway, and. You know, had had there been um, a proper election, you know, uh, following this pandemic, where there would probably be more, I guess, uh, openness to an election. Um, do you think Trudeau would have held his seat as prime minister? I I want to say I personally want to say no. But then again, I also said that when they called this election, I'm, uh, I'm like, this guy's an idiot. He's going to end up losing. But he, he, of course, won the minority. Uh, so I don't know. Well, what do you think? I think the, if, like, uh, a good sizable portion, like 70% of the voters show up, I think, like, the GTA would become swing territory. Mm. And a lot of those GTA ridings would swing to the conservatives, especially in the 905 Right and and the liberals, if they lose the nine o five, they have they're at risk of basically losing the election, because that's like I'm gonna count it right now. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 
11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I mean, that's, that's like, that's like their 20, thing. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Yeah, so 25 seats. That's, add that to the conservatives. That's like, what an close to borderline. Uh, the conservatives could probably govern with the block if they wanted to. <laughs> Because I think the the block likes uh, autonomy, and I think the conservatives would. And then, not to mention, I think the Toronto suburbs are also pretty uh, conservative, especially Etobicoke and uh, Scarborough. Surprising, you know, well, why am I saying I'm surprised? I mean, I'm talking about our own riding here. Uh, well, of course, Sean Chen Wan for those uh, living in this area. What is our right? Oh, I don't even know the name of our right. Was it Scarborough Rouge? No, not uh, Scarborough North. Scarborough North. Yeah, so people living in Scarborough North, you know that Sean Chen uh, maintained his seat. And he he got an overwhelming majority of the votes, too. It was like 60-something percent. So well, when, I, when I saw the results, I'm like, wow. I'll be considering... All the all the smack talk that's been going around, and in all the minority communities, like I, I know the Muslim community here is not looked too kindly on Trudeau, and uh, of course liberals too. By extension, as Sean Chen is the liberal MP here, uh, but uh, yeah, I was I was kind of shocked. I mean, the conservatives got like only like what eighteen. Percent or something? I'm trying to find it on this. Bit. Twenty officially, it was like twenty-one. Yeah, twenty. Ah, uh, okay. I thought it was sub twenty percent, but yeah, it, it's <laughs> still fairly low. Yeah, all things considered, I mean, uh, Sean Chen's okay. Although I think the voter turnout again is quite low for our writing. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> And there'd be no, like, no one really cared, right? It's like, who cares? Yeah, because historically, the turnout in 2019 was 59% in our riding. So, um, and that was with um, 39,000 um, votes cast with the, with the margin of 66,000 electors. So that's like, wow, that's really low. Oh man, that's less, it is. Than, less than last time. It's like 50% of the votes. I mean, no, no, no one wanted the election, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you could, you could just see it reflected across the board on this map. By the way, if you're wondering what map we're looking at, if you go to CBC and check it out. Pretty cool. Uh, CBC always does really uh, stuff on the election. Any election, really, uh, national, provincial. Um, so yeah, it's good stuff. If you want to check it out? I highly recommend you do. It's just uh, look it up, CBC election results, and you will get it. Uh, by the way, what time are we at? Oh, we're at thirty-one minutes now. Oh, uh, we should probably wrap it up. Uh, so, any closing thoughts you have on election results? Um, I guess we can go and say that. Um. Canada's future basically is determined 
by semi just over 50% of the population or ele eligible electors <laughs> and uh, basically um, nobody wanted this election they just wanted to uh, get over with um, just getting back to work <laughs> essentially <laughs> right, who, wants to, who wants to vote when we're all trying to make money here with these restrictions but I don't know what Trudeau was thinking then but yeah, exactly. What, what happened, happened, I guess. And we're here now with Studio as leader once more. And, you know, I, I guess we should never wish ill upon the nation's leader. I mean, because regardless, he won, and for better or for worse, he's our PM. So I, I hope he does do his best. Uh, and, well... Yeah, I hope he does his best. <laughs> Nothing else more to say. Uh, I, I'll, I'll support policies that I think will be a benefit to all Canadians. Um, but of course, the way things are going and with the liberal track record... I mean, I, I don't want to say the future is bleak because it's not... It's not all doom and gloom with liberals in power. They're fine. It's, it's not... We don't have any... Uh, yeah, uh, I, I just I just lost the word, uh, but you know the, everything's fine with the liberals and uh, I. Well, I have a problem, but I don't really not much concern. I don't really have that much concern. Like I, I don't think they're going to destroy the country like some conservative voters think they are. But you know we we all have to sort of hope. Uh, and work together to uh, make sure Canada's on the right track. And like I said, for better or for worse, Trudeau is our PM. And yeah, that's what we got to work with. I guess, like, also uh, uh, the direction the country is going to go in will probably be more moderate than what has been in the past because I think Trudeau. I hope, anyway, <laughs> that he learned his lection, uh, lesson from this, mm. basically, because I have a feeling that he might not be leader in a few years. <laughs> yeah. I think that somebody might replace him. I don't, uh, that's my, he might resign, at least. He might not, like, be forced. he just be voluntarily resigned, because I feel like, um, if you think about it, Harper governed for three elections obviously a much longer term but uh he governed over three elections and then the third one he obviously lost but uh i, I think yeah in the next couple years we might see trudeau resign as leader maximum three years maybe considering just how bad the sentiment is towards him right now uh he might he might have to because I feel like there are a lot of liberal MPs, and there might be some infighting, just like there was with the Conservative Party this time around. There's a lot of infighting with the Conservative Party. Right, yeah, so there was. I feel like there will be some deflections, maybe even to the right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. Um, but anyway, we're probably going to call it here. Uh, yeah. 
because we're going to keep this short. Uh, but yes, let us know what you think. Are you happy with Justin Trudeau as PM? Are you not? Uh, do comment or um, tell us otherwise. Uh, but other than that, like we said at the beginning of the cast, we will try to get back on track with the regular recordings. Uh, of course, that's all entirely uh, predicated on our schedules as we are both very busy. Obeyed with work myself with uh, my master's program. Uh, but yes, we will try our best to get in the weekly episode and and hopefully we will see you next week. Yep. And uh, thank you all for watching. And uh, please share the podcast wherever you are. And uh, uh, leave us your feedback. Uh, thank you.